Keeping it real and raw with Patrick Tremont. Morning, everybody. This is part two of our Q&A segments. It's so wonderful to have y'all back, and I hope that y'all enjoyed the first one because I know we sure did. My guests are here again today, and they are absolutely fabulous. They really don't need an introduction, but I'm going to go ahead and introduce you. We, Of course, we have Amber. Good morning, Amber. Morning. And then we have the um, the wonderful Dawn. Good morning, Good morning, Patrick. Mm. And then, of course, we have the producer extraordinaire here in the house because he makes everything. He pushes all the right buttons. We've got him. His name is Adam. Good morning, Adam. Hello. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, see, now that's (laughs) fucked up. Like, I was not even expecting that. Like, where is that like a Kermit the Frog kind of thing? What are you talking about? Is it the the sound? I was just saying hello. But it sounded like... See, that's so creepy. Like, if you shut your eyes, it sounds like a deranged, huh. like... It's me, Mario. Is that what it is? I okay. Don't know what it is. Oh, my God. Like, I just didn't even realize that because I'm like, oh, my God, that is so funny. And I was not expecting that coming from you. But anyway, I love it. But um, I wanted to tell all of you that please listen to it. If, if you're listening now, then you probably found me somewhere. But here are all the different platforms. We have Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and go to Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont. Go to the page on there. If you haven't received an invite yet, all you have to do is type in Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont and you will see the Facebook page on there. And also on Instagram, you can find that on The Real Patrick Tremont is where you'll follow me on Instagram. And it's absolutely wonderful to have all of you back and to also um, be part of the be part of the show. So here we are today and we're going to do a part two of this segments of the what we call the Q&A and we never know what we're going to get asked but I'm going to let Adam you ready to go ahead and ask this question because I think I'm ready let's do it are you ready I'm I was born ready so we're going to start with this one and uh-huh. we'll transition to a few more ready yeah I mean I'm how I'm did down. you get involved in a podcast ah Okay, well, now, how I got involved in the podcast where I can actually put my mouth to this mic is because of, actually, you. You, Adam, you're the one who uh, said, you, and you called me up, and the story goes, we had a great conversation. He, You actually contacted me and invited me to come here and test it out and see what it was all about. And the thing that I like to to, to uh you know, to uh, thank you for is for calling me up and giving me this opportunity. I think it's absolutely wonderful and I'm absolutely loving it. But you actually said, I think you have a voice. I think you would do really great at this. So I would love to have you come aboard and let's just see where it goes. And now here we are. And because of you, I am here talking this morning. So thank you, Adam. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. I, I think I've done halfway decent, have I, so, I thus far? So. Yeah. I think so. And if anybody out there, and this is like a little shameless plug here because I'm going to, uh, if anyone out there is trying to start a podcast or interested in it, we do have the ability to set you up and get you started with Boss Nation Media, which is actually the name of my company, mm-hmm. by the way. So we're going to have a little fun with that. So if anyone out there does want to do that, there is an opportunity out there. So just get in contact with us. You can reach out to Patrick or you reach out to myself. Absolutely. And I like to say Boss Nation because Adam <coughs> never heard of Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. I guess maybe he's showing are his we, age. Are we doing this? We're going to do this because... We don't have to. 
Well, I'm sorry, I've already started. So guys, listen, this is what happened. I come in here, I meet him for the first time, and his last name really is Nation, like Rhythm Nation, Janet. All you Janet lovers and all you gays out there, you know what I'm talking about. That's an iconic song from an iconic singer. So it is so funny because I meet him for the first time and I start singing Rhythm Nation and I start doing the dance moves like she does in the video and he... I mean, it's funny that we have even come this far because I really thought that he was like, what the fuck have I got into? This guy is crazy. Like, I don't even know him five minutes and now he's doing these dance moves. I never heard the song. I've never even seen the video. I guess I'm showing my age or maybe he's showing his youth. I'm not really sure. But either way, I don't know. Have you ever checked out the video yet? I'm afraid to. Oh my God. No, it's iconic. It's wonderful. Like, you know what? I'm going to have to deduct two cool points from you. You start with 10. Now you're down to eight. So, okay, I'm deducting cool points. Watch this video and then we'll get back with it another time. But I started doing this and that's how, because his nation, his last name really is nation. And so I thought it was just hilarious and, and funny. So, but anyway, so that's where we're at and that's how I got involved in podcasts. So thank you very much for believing in me and, um, and we wouldn't, I wouldn't be here doing it. So well, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so moving forward. Mm-hmm. Last episode, we talked about how you and Ryan met. Yes. Okay, so moving towards that. Oh, how do, boy. How do you keep a marriage fresh? Oh, boy. How do you keep a marriage fresh? You know, that's a, that's funny because I think that really you have to have balance and harmony in your marriage anyway. So nothing's there's always going to be ebbs and flows and hurdles and stuff. And so to answer the question... Um, we are seven years together, six years married. And I think that the way we keep it fresh is just by listening to each other, understanding each other and supporting. I think that's what's really all about. Some people say it's a romantic date night or it's this, it's that those things are elements that you need in a marriage. I think that, you know, it, it just needs to kind of balance out and you need to kind of have all that. But I do believe in my heart that you keep a marriage fresh by always being relevant and always listening to each other and supporting each other. Because then you know when you have that type of loyalty and love and respect behind it, then I think that everything else just kind of flows with it. So when there is a date night, then it just makes it even better. So, yeah, I mean, marriage fresh. I'm not saying like switch up sex positions. I'm not saying keep it fresh that way. That's not where I'm going. I'm going a little bit deeper, not so shallow. I'm saying that, you know, or, you know, you don't need to buy gifts and all this to do something like that. I think that every day marriages work. And I think that the way way you keep it fresh is by keeping it real. So, and that's, that's, I guess that's my answer, you know, just being there for each other and being supportive because family, you're, you're married. I mean, you're, you're in a family by blood and it's like, you got to get jumped out or you got to get jumped in, you know, whatever. But the thing is, is that when you're in a marriage, you choose to be there with each other. So I think those choices, um, are probably the most important you know, to me, you know, I think that you're choosing to be with this partner. You don't have to be with this partner. So that's what's really important because both of you know that you're there for the right reasons. So keeping it fresh to me is uh, doing all the fun stuff, all the the love languages, the date nights, the hanky panky, the whatever. But ultimately the foundation is the love, trust, and loyalty and the respect. 
Don, do you, I don't, what do you, how do you keep your marriage fresh? Tea? Now, I want to know this because now Dawn, she can be, a, you know, a, a, she's a wonderful girl, but how do you keep it fresh? By having each other's back, whether it's good or bad times. Yeah. And always knowing that bad times can come at you. Yeah. Just be ready for those. Mm-hmm. And then just have each other, build each other up. Build yes. each other up when, even if you feel like that person might not deserve it at that time, but they need to be built up. Yeah. And and in return that they build you up. When, right. When you're down. That's a very good answer. Well, I'm, I didn't know if it was going to be like strawberries and cream come out of you or something. I didn't know if you were going to say, you know, just a little bit of fun with whipped cream and strawberries. You don't do that, right? Peanut butter. Oh, my God. Why peanut butter? What's that going for? What do you... Oh, is it taking long to to it, enjoy? Okay. Yes, yeah, let's move on. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Now I'm kind of afraid to look over here to my left and talk to Amber <laughs> because I don't know, Amber. How do you keep that sparks going with you and Daniel? I think it goes back to what you said about making choices for, um, you know, staying positive. And my thing is we, you got to laugh. He, my mm. husband makes me so mad, but I just have to laugh it off because in the end, regardless of what he did to irritate me, yes. I still love him and he's still my husband. He is an irritating husband, but I love him all the same. And we just have to laugh at each other because really you have to break the monotony that every day doing the same <laughs> thing, going to work, doing the kid thing, doing the house mm-hmm. chores, and you just got to break it up sometimes. You just got to you know, shake things up a little bit and, right. you know, you want to, you know, poke at each other and just have fun. And that's, I think that's what really keeps me in, in, in check. my opinion. See, and I think that's wonderful because you're right about that. Keeping it, keeping it good and laughing and stuff is, uh, you're absolutely right. That's a very good answer because you have to have humor. I think humor is part of it too. You have to enjoy each other as well, you know? So I don't know. And, uh, you know, Adam, I kind of want to throw this at Adam. Do you have an answer to that? Or I know you didn't really want to answer too, too much today, but this is something I'm kind of interested in with you. Do you have an opinion about that? About keeping a marriage fresh? Yeah. Spontaneism. Oh, oh, that's good. So, surprises? Yeah. Well, no, not really surprises. Just so in, in our relationship, one of us tends to be more of a homebody than the other. Right. And if you get into a routine where you're just at home all the time, not doing anything, mm-hmm. you can be kind of redundant. Right. And so our goal was to once a month, once once a week, whatever, just do something different. Right. You know, and that's just how we continue to grow. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got to travel with her throughout the country many, many times to mm-hmm. do different things. And so if we get to go places, we get to tr- try new things. We just, I'm not going to say we don't say no to anything, but right. we at least give it a choice. We give it an option. See, now that's really good. And you were going to mention, you were just talking about traveling with her. And I love whenever I get to travel with my husband because it's something new. And even though he's working, I still get to, <coughs> excuse me, I get to go out and explore. But then the whole thing is we're still together. 
So with us being together, even on that location or whatever, we still try to, you know, see the city or whatever he's doing, wherever he's at, at the time. So I get that. It's it's sort of spontaneous in a way. That's fine. See, these are very good answers, I think. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very good answers. But anyway, so continuing with our Q&A, what's, what's up next? I'm kind of like, hmm. Well, well, we'll just transition into what are some of your pet peeves? I hate stupidity and I hate a liar. I hate people who um, are like insert themselves into something that they don't need to be involved or have an opinion about you or your life or or anything around you, you know? I think that, you know, it's okay to ask these things to certain people and stuff, you know, like, hey, what do you think of this or that? But when people kind of like just uh, push their opinion on you and it, it can, you know, something, definitely something personal or private or maybe, maybe about your life or your marriage or your, it could be y'all's kids, it could be anything. I just have a problem with that. I kind of feel like everybody should come you know, face front with love and kindness. And if it ain't, if it ain't bothering you, it has nothing to do with you, then don't, you know, um, push your opinion on that. Don't, don't have any kind of, you know, thing on that. So I just don't like people who are just purposely getting involved in someone's life when your own yard needs to be mowed. I just cannot stand that. And also too, I hate people who are, I would say pretentious. I don't like that. I, you know, like you can almost read somebody when they come into the room because they think that they're so fabulous and so wonderful. And I know I pick on myself and call myself all fabulous and stuff, but maybe that's just, you know, me, you know, being funny and ironic, but it's not like I really go into a place and try to, you know, force myself onto anything or the situation, you know, I'm there to have fun and having a good time, but I don't know. I think, is that, is that answer the question? Like yeah. a pet peeve? I, I mean, and I don't like, I don't know. There's a few things that are a pet peeve of mine and Oh, anybody who is, I guess whenever they are, they're so self-righteous and they think they're better than, but then, of course, maybe that's, I've already answered that, but they kind of... It goes along the lines, I think. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. I just cannot stand that. You know, look at your, you know, just take care of your business, get your life right before you start judging other people. That's I just it. I just go in it with love. So, but that that's like some pet peeves. I'm sure there has to be more. Yeah. But you, you girls have any pet peeves? Um, okay. So name calling is a huge one in my opinion. That's a form of bullying and I have zero tolerance for it. So that is huge. Um, I think my other one, now that I have children, um, when people can't clean up their language around my kids, because if, if I can do it, any, I feel like anybody can do it. You, if you're a smart person, you can use any other word in front of the kids, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you do in your private life, whatever you do around your friends and everything, but as respect for the parent who does not do it, you know, ha, you know, little respect goes a long way, especially around kids. And, you know, I like that. I don't like people who bully either. That's a pet peeve. I hate when people purposely go out of their way to be an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? That bothers me. Yeah. Petty Betty doesn't live a happy life. Exactly. So... My pet peeves are just some simple ones. Uh, I do not like toast crumbs in the butter bowl. If you're going to make toast. That's a funny story about that. If you're going to make toast, you better scoop out your butter, put it on another plate, and then 
apply the amount of butter you want on it. Do not double dip your spoon or knife oh, Dawn. into my butter ball. And I also with peanut butter and jelly, don't dip your jelly spoon in my peanut butter to get <laughs> funky later. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Do not put your peanut butter spoon in my jelly. That is so funny. Funky later. See now that's just gross. When you open it up and you see that like that you know that that jelly in there, it's just so nasty looking. It looks like a snot ball or something inside of your peanut butter. I see what you're saying. That is so funny because Amber and I are like, oh my God, we don't like this and that. And then she's just like, I don't like crumbs. I don't like crumbs in my butter. That is okay? hilarious. Do don't, not. I love so it. I have a funny. So they get stale. Well, nasty. I got a funny story about crumbs and butter, right? Okay. My aunt and uncle, he's he's not he's no longer here, but he almost got a divorce because of bread, crumbs, and butter. True mm. story. He come in, he was so pissed. He goes, "Who put bread, crumbs in my butter?" I he just threw the entire jug of butter away. That's <laughs> no. he, wild. He just like he said, "You know what? You ain't doing that," and threw it away. I get him. Oh, and. <laughs> Yeah, That's, that was it. Was I didn't realize the severity of the situation, but he was pissed, and I was like, I didn't even know that was. A I thing. didn't know that breadcrumbs could cause a divorce. That's a whole new well nowadays craziness. This was this was twenty years ago, but it was oh. still fun. Look, I've contemplated several times because my husband does the he'll take the trash out. That's literally the only chore that I want him to do is take the trash out, and he'll walk right past that trash can and look at it overflowing and just walk out the door, and mm. I want to scream. See, or when he does take it out, he doesn't put the bag back in. Oh, I have one more pet peeve. What is that? Men leaving the toilet seat up. Oh, oh that'll get you kicked out at my house. <laughs> well, you lose toilet privilege. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, see, the, the funny thing is <laughs> that our at our house, we just keep the seat down because we both, and maybe this is just crazy, but we both kind of like to keep everything so clean. So we normally don't you know, stand up to pee. We just kind of sit down to pee. That's, I guess that's two gay men for you. But we, but it's also resting because we're tired or, you know, whatever. We sit down, we use the bathroom and then we get up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of men are doing that now because, okay, now think about this. If a man, he's the only guy in the house, right? He has a wife and maybe two daughters. Let's just pretend. If that is true, then the guy's going to be like, I'm not going to stand up and pee. I can just sit down. It's going to do the same thing. Why not take a break, pee, and then get up? So therefore, all three women are not freaking out on me. You know, I mean, there are men, and I do know, this is not an uncommon thing anymore. I think that there are, there is men that do do that. They just sit down, they take a break, and now with social media and your phone, you take a break all guys and females, you sit down on the toilet now. That I, I guarantee that there's more men who do that now than you realize. And we're two of them because I'll sit there and answer, you know, text messages or whatever I need to do while I'm sitting there TTing for five minutes or what. Well, that's a bad bladder infection if I'm doing it for five minutes. But I'm just saying. But if <laughs> I have to get this checked out, I'm sitting there. But sometimes I've already peed and then I'm just sitting there anyway because I'm answering all these things. But yes, I do wash my hands. Please, people, keep the germs at bay. Wash your hands. I know guys and girls who, you know, do not wash their hands even after they you know, use the bathroom or whatever that now that's a pet peeve. Cause I know where, you know, what's going on, especially if you're uh, a guest in my house, please, I need to see you come out of my guest bathroom, shaking your hand. If you don't see the, the dish, the, I mean the hand towel in there, 
do whatever. I need something. I need to see that there's something wet. But anyway, yes. So that's, I guess that's our pet peeve. It'd be kind of weird if they just came out and started licking their fingers. <laughs> oh my God. Don't y'all even try <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't try it. See, I'm going to be looking for that now and be like, oh shit. They're coming out licking their fingers from my, my bathroom, but that's okay. Your soap tastes so good. That's, oh my God. The soap tastes so good. Roasted caramel? Delicious. Oh, I love, you know, good hand soaps in a bathroom and stuff. So, but anyway, yep, there you go. That's I'm going to give you a choice here. So, mm-hmm. we're down to probably like one more question or so on this okay. episode here. Right. Depending on how long they are. So, yeah. do you want a straightforward question or one that's going to take a little bit more time? I don't think it really matters at this point because I think between all of us, we can we can take a simple question and... Turn and, it into something crazy. Well, it's just like having... Poor Adam Sandler on the last episode. Y'all really oh, that, him. Oh, my God. Anyway. Go so ahead. We'll, we'll ask this question because yes. I think this is going to uh, transition yeah. us into another episode here. So, yeah, what's your thoughts on adopting a child? You know, um... I don't know. My whole thing is that there was a time where I wanted to have kids and adopt a child and everything. But when it comes to it, I feel like, um, you know, our, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. I could do it. I think it'd be great. I think Ryan and I would both be good parents. I think we'd probably be on the stricter side because I know, I know all the shenanigans I did and he knows the shenanigans he did growing up. And also too, we would just be, you know, the type of parents that would be, primarily strict but i think that we'd also have a fun atmosphere as well but both of us are so i don't know um very meticulous about things so if we bring a kid into that that kid would be like i don't know crazy they'd be like almost you know you know how i am you know my you know my you, you know i think both of us are very meticulous about things that's probably the best way to describe it how would i i think that gay men though and lesbians and stuff should be able to adopt. I don't know if that's what the question's referring to since it was being asked, but I'm thinking that um, there are so many children out there that need a, a home. They need to be adopted, and it doesn't matter who adopts them or what's going on. I think that if they're adopted and they're in, in, and they're in a loving home, if it's two women, two men, whatever, it doesn't matter about all that. I just feel like there's children out there that need to be loved and taken care of. And I think that I'm all for adoption, but at my age now, I'm like, I don't know if I, you know, would have the energy to, you know, run around and chase little Sebastian or whatever. I've been thinking of kids names though. I mean, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here thinking like, I like whip W H I P P. I think that's kind of cute. Can you imagine whip Tremont or you know, Sebastian, or my newest one is Maverick. I love the name Maverick, and I'd want to call him Maven. I'd be like, you know, because I'd be like Maven or, you know, Mave. I just want to shorten it up, and I think it'd be, and I'm not going to call him Rick. I'm not going to do that. But I'm thinking like Maverick, because you know, you know what Maverick is? It's like a trailblazer. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a real, like a leader, so, so to speak. And I think that's such a strong name. So Maverick Tremont. And then I think it'd be great. And I get to have a, you know, a, a, a child. We can go shop together at Target. I'd look cute pushing the buggy with little Maverick in it, right? So, yeah, I'm kind of making it about me right now. But I think the kid would love it. I think I'd be a good dad. I don't know. Don, do you think I'd be a good dad? Oh, I absolutely think you would be a good you dad. You think so? I yeah. think I'd be really strict, though. 
Uh, on some things, yes. Yeah. And other things, no. Probably not. But I would make sure that kid had a clean room, I'll tell you that. And I'm going to say, do not stand up and pee in your bathroom because we want everything clean. I need you to sit down. But then that might damage the kid if he's sitting there going, how come I always have to sit down like a girl? So I guess we'll just have to tough that out on the you know, the pee situation. Amber, what do you think about adoption? I would love to adopt. I wish that it wasn't so difficult and you didn't have to jump through so many hoops to give a child a good home, but it is almost impossible. And Adam and Megan, Adam and his wife can attest to this. It is one of the hardest things and the expense is almost unreachable. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it would, it really does crush your soul knowing that you are willing to give a child a home and because of some kind of technicality, they right. won't let you do that. Yeah. And they're and so denying kids, a child a privilege of having They are taking a, that uh -huh. away from them. They exactly. are stealing from these children that have already been through so much. <laughs> and why would you want to keep them in the system? Exactly. It's so expensive. Yeah. It is. You, like, like, you almost very can't good even point. fathom the fact that you have to come up with this to give this child everything yeah. they deserve. Uh, that's a very, very good point. It makes me want to just do my thing. You, you know, the mom, the movie Mommy Dearest, when when Faye Dunaway or or Joan Crawford, they she wasn't allowed to adopt a kid, you know, or whatever. And she's like, you're denying a child an advantage life. So I just love that movie. I know all the, the stuff on there. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you have a, an opinion about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, kind of like what Amber was saying there. We've tried the adoption thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have fertility issues with my wife and I and fertility issues. If you've never had it or been around it, it's, it's trouble. Mm -hmm. And whenever I was working on the pipeline situation, when I was working out of town, I made extremely good money. But unfortunately, whenever we went through the adoption agency, they told me that my job was unstable mm. and I could not adopt because of my job situation. Right. Well, it wasn't a money situation. It was just they didn't consider what I had as a job as, as a stable yeah. platform, which was extremely stable. Um, even to this day, if I wanted to do that full time, I still could. Right. But so the, the, the going rate for an adoption, just just an adoption. Mm -hmm. Now, not going through like there's several ways to get in, into an adoption that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. But there's a lot of hurdles to have to jump through. But he just straight adoption, you know, going through an agency. Mm -hmm. You're talking bare minimum fifty to seventy five thousand dollars. No, that's crazy. from start to finish. So you're basically buying a child. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, you have to provide for them for X amount of years before they're fully released to you anyway. So there's a lot of people going out of the country to adopt because the hurdles are a lot less. But at the same time, you're not guaranteed the adoption. Right. So. It's just so there's unfortunate. A lot of issues. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. And it's standing in the way of a, of a child having a, a beautiful, loving home. Yeah. And uh, that just bothers me. My, my biggest thing is, is <coughs> excuse me, and I'm not really like this isn't really part of the whole question here. And I'm not saying this is my opinion on this particular topic. Right. But it it's a big factor to it. So nowadays the talk of abortion or whatever is a is a big topic. Right. Right. To me, because I know where me and my wife stand on the situation. Yeah. 
there's families out there like ours, not just us, but there's families out there like that, that can't have kids. Yeah. That have a house, that have a family, that have a life, that have a job, that have that whole resources that want to care for children, that want to provide and bring life into this world and right. have that. But there's so many people out there that's not even willing to go down that route. They just want to just get rid of the situation. Yeah. I don't agree with that. You know, I'm not saying abortion is not a good thing. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm not saying it's That's a bad a thing. That's a totally different Totally show. different topic, totally different question. But the fact of the matter is you see people all the time that that have six or seven kids neglecting these kids. Exactly. Like, to me, like, yeah. I've personally seen this. If you... I'm going to stop for a second. If you are irresponsible enough to leave a kid in a car, mm-hmm. you have a problem. Right. I I cannot in my mind think of a reason that you would put that child in that situation. Right. There's an excuse of, oh, I was just going in for a second. I was just busy. Right. No. That... To me, well, as a like, I'm not a parent. Obviously, I'm not a parent to a, ki- a child, a human being, child. But I, I, that's irresponsible to me. It is very irresponsible. But I mean, there's a lot of things out there that really anger me just as well. And I hear what yeah. you're saying, and maybe that's what you're trying to get out. There's things yeah. out there. There's neglect out there, and all forms of neglect. And I think that when it comes to people like me or you and whatever, I just feel like you know we we could we would want a child and we give it a loving, caring home or whatever. So I'm thinking that, um, you know, uh, that's what we would do. And when you see these and you hear these things on the news and everything, it really angers you because you're like, how could you be so irresponsible? Yeah. And that, that I, I get your frustration. It just really pisses me off. There's just a lot of people out there that just, you know, have children and don't really take care of them and stuff. So, but, um, anyway, that is, that's a, that was a tough, that was a tough one right there because that could be a whole nother segment itself, mm-hmm. you know, cause that, th- this I is a feeling it would wrap it up around that time. <laughs> well, the whole thing, it well, it's just not that it's just the whole fact that the, some of these questions just seem, I want all you listeners out there to understand that some of these questions just seem so like blase and no big deal. Like, what do you think about adoption? But actually, when you look at this question and you and you and you get our answers, the problem is, is that it's just not a single answer. Like, oh, I'd love to do it, and that's it. The there's actual reasons why. If you're going to think about it and you're really going to get into it, a lot of these questions I'm sure are going to be where you're going to want to. Um, dig deep into it because there are things out there that need to be addressed. It's just not a one-off kind of question. There, some of these can turn into a serious conversation. So, definitely. But I'll definitely leave it there. Listen, everybody, thank y'all so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show. I know we are. So, and make sure that you listen to me on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Go to Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont on Facebook. Like it, share it, subscribe. Get on Instagram, The Real Patrick Tremont. Come and check us out. And we appreciate you and thank you so much. It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont. 